Don't be a flake. Don't run away from your feelings, babe. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. Don't hesitate to say, hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. Hi, everybody. It's the Ian Finance Takeover of Hey, Babe. That's right. I'm your old pal, Ian, and Chrissy and Sal are stuck somewhere on the Verrazano and the Taconi. And uh, Chris goes, you got to get there at 10 a.m. We got to be early. We got a tight ship. And so I get here and it's just me and Pimpy hanging out. And I'm so, I couldn't be happier because they're doing taste buds after this. And DeRosa on the phone yesterday goes, we got to keep it really tight. I got a tight schedule. So this is the best i'm sitting here i'm dangling my feet like i'm on a, a kid on a roller coaster and they had I, me come at 8 a.m for what <laughs> so you could sit here with your thumb up your ass? oh i had to i had to carve the taste buds pumpkin since 8 a.m oh. but how have you been man let's check in with ian how's ian good let's do the song first you want to do the song let's yeah do it. what do you got oh all right since it's my show i'm gonna make up my own song and it's gonna cut and 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 it's gonna end with babe, right? Yes, that's the babe. Yes. Uh we're sitting in the office having fun. I woke up and I saw the sun. Chrissy and Sal, they're running late, but it's Ian taking over. Hey, babe. Love it. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful, buddy. Thank you. Now I did I'd love to hear about your Renaissance Fair excursion. <gasps> that was top of my mind. Dude, let me tell you something. We've been having the time of our lives on B&M with Jordan. We are having the best time. We're doing silly fun things. And we decided, let's go to the fucking New York Renaissance Fair. Jordan's going to... We dressed up. We dressed up. We brought our old pal, Luke Monez. He was a wizard. Great. Re Renaissance Fair type stuff. Jordan was a maiden. Gorgeous. Beautiful. And I dressed up as Austin Bowers. <laughs> Because, yeah, baby, I got lost in my time machine, baby. And if I'm being honest, I'm escaping the 60s because consent wasn't very important back then, baby. I'm escaping a series of Me Too, shagadelic. <laughs> I got a little too shagadelic and groovy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Were you well received as awesome powers? Dude, people loved it. It was amazing. And I don't know what is in my DNA. Maybe it's from being a dirty. Delaware doozy, but I am just predisposed to being good at carnival games. <laughs> you go to the beach with me. We're on a boardwalk. You're my babe. We're walking away with one of those huge things. You got an armful of stuff. I say we should give it to a kid. I go up and go, do you want this? And then the family goes, no. <laughs> and dude, there were so many carnival games. I won the feats of strength. You know Luke Monez, right? Of course, the tall tree boy. trunk of a human. Yeah. This tall guy, right? He's digging the thing. Can't even get. You, you know the dinger, the thing that you hit and it go boop. Yeah, ding, yes, of course. You know, yeah. Well, he hits it and it's like it, it. There are all these different levels, right? And he hits a one and it goes up to pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hit it again. And it went up to not a real man. <laughs> And then Jordan goes up, and she hit it further than Luke, which is so funny. But, uh, you know, and then there's, like, a big crowd because, you know, Austin Powers is like, yeah, baby, do it, baby, yeah. And then it's my turn. And, dude, I hauled off on this motherfucker. 
Because nobody knows how to chop wood. You, you smack the mallet like you're chopping wood. Are you practicing wood chopping? You ever go up? Do you do wood chopping? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. in Williamsburg. <laughs> I'm chopping wood on the street. Are you from Pennsylvania? You might chop some wood. From, I just said I'm a dirty Delaware, Delaware. Delaware doozy. There's no uh, fireplace in Delaware? Not what the hell goes on in Delaware? Are you listening to a word I'm saying? First, you accused me of being from Philly, which thank you that thank they you. lost last night, but I still love you. Uh, and then you're like, is there firewood in Jersey? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I grew up camping. So I learned how to do firewood chopping and stuff when I was little. And uh, we go we go up to a yurt upstate. And uh, Wes, the guy that did our theme song from the Lumineers, he has two yurts on a plot of land. And he just leaves me the keys and I go up there. It's it's wow. amazing. So we, me, Jordan, and our friend Taylor went up there. Had a great time. But, you know, I was chopping wood up there. Oh, chopping wood's a good workout. For sure. For sure. That's why when they do CrossFit, they take a big sledgehammer and hit a, a tire. True. Yeah, I mean, and also your body and a wife beater chopping wood. But I've, I said this at Santino's birthday. Dude. Your body and a wife beater. Outstanding. You know, you said that, and it really stuck in my brain. I want to thank you for that because that was nice to say. And I'm shooting a special December 3rd. Oh, congrats. The Cutting Room, December 3rd. Two shows, 7 and 9.30 p.m. EMFinance.com for tickets. New York City. Let's go. First show special. Up, show yeah. up. And I thought, should I film this in a wife beater <laughs> <laughs> and jeans and just be like my true Goomba self? Ooh, that's kind of fun. Big belt buckle like you got on today. Oh, yeah. Just buckle it up. I'm not going to lie. I'm going on YouTube. I'm seeing that thumbnail. I'm clicking it. Right? Yeah. I mean, who's not? That's hilarious. Wet. <laughs> so, dude, if, so, for, first of all, it's so funny. You're like, are you chopping wood in Brooklyn? I had a therapist once. It was like, you got to get your anger out. Why don't you go home and chop some wood? And I'm like, what? Unless I find a homeless man named Wood, <laughs> like there's <laughs> nothing around me to chop. What are you talking about, dude? So, dude, I'm telling you, I take this mallet and I just fucking. And it goes uh, three quarters of the top, and everyone's like, "What the? This Austin Powers can swing? What is happening?" And they're like, "Whoa!" I do it again, a little higher, and they're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and then I'm like, "Yeah, baby, yeah." Baby. I start playing the mallet like a guitar to get everyone going, and then, dude, I just, yada. And this thing pops and hits the dinger. Wow. And I throw the mallet like Ken Griffey Jr. hitting a home run. And and man, that that really, every time I want to kill myself, I think of that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. You feel like the secretly the manliest comedian. Very masculine comic. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Just a compliment for a friend. I appreciate that because I'm mad and there's nothing manlier than that. Yeah, it's coming. It's in You're, vogue. Are you taking it back? <laughs> You're like, never mind. No, no, I'm kidding. That was a bit gross but and I'll I, stay I away from say, that. I will say, so that's on your Patreon and I saw you went skydiving on your Patreon. You have the best Patreon, I think, right now. You're the doing sweetest, the dude. Yeah. This is, anytime I get depressed, I'm saying, let's go. I'm going to meet up with, with Pimpy, Call Mikey, do it. and I'll tell you to get there at 8 a.m. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so you have hours to think of compliments. <laughs> no, it is funny. I feel like I am, like, super masculine, but in, like, a uh, very, like, not effeminate, but I'm, like, uh, very in touch with my feelings i don't pull no punches mm -hmm. and i i really give that up to like uh 
hardcore music. Like hanging around with a bunch of tough guys, but seeing how like alpha and dumb that is. So like I'll knock someone out to tell them to like tell their friends they love them more. <laughs> it's a hidden masculinity. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's inside. Well, deep. dude, so many comics. And like, yeah. if if something's happening, like, dude, one time at, at the knitting factory, this fucking guy ran up on one of the comics and yanked the mic out of her hand. And there's no security, no one's doing nothing. And uh, this, uh, the, everyone's like, oh no, what do we do? And I'm like, you know, I, I felt like Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters too. When he's like, you know, sometimes shit happens, and who are you going to call? And I'm like, me. So me and Scotty Chaplin run up, and he's Jersey trash, you know. He's got half a brain, you know, from, like, <laughs> chopping chickens for his whole life. So he's just like, did that cluck? I'm a Chaplin's head up. And so, dude, me and him run up on him, and the guy grabbed the mic, and, and he hops up on the table, and he starts to pull his pants down, and we're like, what, what? the fuck? So we run up on him. And uh, if somebody like mouths off to me, I'm like, Mr. Deescalate, like, hey, let's whatever. Like, I'm very like, you know, I don't want to whatever. But if I, I don't know what it is, but if someone does something to like a friend of mine or if I see someone like mouthing off to a friend, do you know that place Krabby Dicks or like Dicks? Dicks Krabby Cafe? That's no, it's a, a place in Vegas. It's like uh, Krabby Dicks in Vegas. Let me no, no, it's, it's, it's called like Dicks. No, they, they insult you. Oh, the, the restaurant that insults you? I forget what Yeah, Dick's Last Resort. Yeah. That's the one. So, dude, me, Jordan, our friend Britt, and uh, our friend Taylor, we go to Dick's Last Resort, right? It's like we're at Skankfest, and they're like, oh, it's a place to eat. Let's go. We're hungry. I'm like, all right. So I, the you know a bit about this, right? Like the whole staff... They insult you, They right? insult That's, you. That's yeah. like their gimmick. Like, you go in, and, and then you sit. They make you wear a hat, and they throw shit at you, right? I don't know this. <laughs> I don't know this. So we go in, and there's kind of an effeminate, overweight gay man that's like, uh, hello. And I'm like, hmm. And they're like, hi, is the kitchen still open? And he goes, there's seating at the bar. The kitchen's not open. Go sit down. I'll decide if I want to wait on you. And I'm like, excuse me? And and he insulted Jordan. And I'm like, huh, what? And then he goes, what are you, the tattoo man? What are you, covered in tattoos? Are you the tattoo man? I go, what the fuck did you say? And Jordan goes, no, 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 it's okay. So the kitchen's not open? And I go, yeah, the kitchen's not open because you probably ate all the food, you fat f And he goes, why'd you say that? And I go, don't say shit to my friends. And he goes, that's... That's what we're supposed to do. And they're like, Ian, no, no, no. That's why it's called dicks. Everyone's a dick. And he goes, you know, I got to be honest. I've been feeling really bad about myself lately. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I thought you were just being mean to my friends. So I hugged him. He gave him $20. And I'm oh like, I'm God. so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> $20 for your wounds. I'm like, uh, maybe you could buy a fucking diet shake with that one, fatty. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst situation you, you've ever gotten in defending a friend? Well, the, this thing at the knitting factory, all, all these people are like, stop, stop. And and me and Scotty run up, and the guy, Scott goes to grab the mic, and the guy pushes Scott and dumps a beer on him, and I'm like, ah. so I just grab him and fucking 
knock him in the Hell face. Yeah. And he falls off the table. And then security like ran in by that. Someone ran out, got security. They converge on him. And Nimesh came up and was like, you should probably get out of here. That's assault. And I was like, mm, good point. <laughs> you know, and uh, but he said, it. you know, he does black voice. So he's like, yeah, that's assault. <laughs> Shit. And I was like, you right, brother, man. <laughs> so uh, I love you, Nimesh. So I like fucking duck out the door and I'm just, you know, out of there. <laughs> Apparently they got him outside and then a bunch of like open micers from the creek started popping off to him like you can't do that blah blah and apparently the guy was like <laughs> in the idf at one point and dude he beat the shit out of like oh, four guys shit. he took his thumb and put it in some kid's throat <laughs> and i just fucking snuck him and i'm like doo -ba -doo -ba -doo -ba -doo. and this guy wrecked house on oh, all these shit <laughs> So I'm a man. <laughs> Secretly. Yeah. Oh, God. But no, I'm... I want to know about skydiving. What the fuck was... Oh, dude. That's very nice. Yeah, the Patreon's doing... Uh, we're, we're having fun, man. People are really digging it. We just did a watch-along party with uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, fun. Yeah, so we're going to start watching movies and, like, uh, you know... Whatever. But no, it's I'd love to thing. know. Like, I've never done skydiving. Dude, are you nervous? I saw bro, it's an hour of special, so... You gotta go. Like, really? How, what's your fear? What's your, what is stuff? Um, oh, Chris texted me. Did you know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, and lower productivity? Did you know that? And that sleeping less than six to seven hours per night is linked to a reduced white blood cell count? White blood cells protect our body against illnesses and diseases, fighting virus and bacteria. Sleep is the foundation of our mental and physical health and performance in our days. Having a consistent nighttime routine is non-negotiable. That's why I want to talk to you about Beam Dream. You know we've been raving about Beam's Dream Powder. They're healthy hot cocoa for sleep. Remember, Sal would always talk about this, how much he loved this, and he would pass right out, and I love it too. I used it. It First of all, the, the Beam Dream Powder hot cocoa, it tastes amazing. The ta it's like the best tasting hot cocoa I've ever had. And today, my listeners get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder, their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Now available in delicious flavors like sea salt caramel, cinnamon cocoa, and chocolate peanut butter. Better sleep has never tasted better. A recent clinical study revealed Dream helped 93% of users wake up feeling more refreshed, and 93% reported that Dream helped them get a more restful night's sleep. If you want to try Beam's best-selling Dream Powder, Get up to 40% for a limited time when you go to go when you go to shopbeam.com slash hey babe and use the code hey babe at checkout. That's shopbeam B-E-A-M.com slash hey babe. Use the code hey babe for up to 40% off. Find out why Forbes and New York Times are all talking about beam and why it's trusted by the world's top athletes and business professionals, go to sleep. Get Beam. Butcher Box. I love Butcher Box. They, Butcher Box, first of all, it is fresh meat delivered right to your door. It has all, Butcher Box has all you need for a tasty, stress-free holiday season with high-quality protein delivered to your door. I love 
Butcher Box. The last day to order a turkey for Thanksgiving is November 12, 2023, folks. November 12, 2023. That's the last day to get a turkey, so get on it. Now, listen, what do you think about it? What are your favorite holiday meals, activities, traditions? What do you like? You like, you like turkey? You like roasting a lamb? You like a big, fat meatloaf? Whatever it is, Butcher Box has the meat to get you covered. Butcher Box is something that, you know, I've been using it to cook meat for my family. I love the prep work. I love cooking. I didn't realize until I started using Butcher Box how much cooking helps you bond with your family and how much you burn your fingertips because I I when I moved, I didn't have I didn't pack my I didn't pack my um, oven mitts. So I just take paper towels and I try to grab hot plates and stupid and I burn my fingertips, but it doesn't matter. Because the meat butcher box tastes so good, I forget about that my fingertips are burnt. And they all look like the tops of Jim Norton's head. This holiday season is made better by butcher box. For a limited time, they're offering our listeners turkey free in your box. You're going to get turkey in your box. You're getting stuffed. Turkey in your box in a, for, for free, plus $20 off your first order. All you have to do is sign up today at butcherbox.com slash heybabe and use the code heybabe to get this deal. Butcherbox.com slash heybabe. Use the code heybabe to get this deal. Turkey, free in your box for $20 off your first order. Go do it. What's up, everybody? I got a brand new hour of material. Then November 2nd in uh, Pittsburgh, November 3rd, Detroit, November 4th, Columbus, Ohio, November 10th and 11th, Dania Beach, Florida. Then we got New Haven, Connecticut, Providence, and Medford followed by Phoenix, Arizona, Salt Lake City, and Denver. And then we've added San Diego, L.A., and Reno, Nevada, Washington, D.C., and Nashville for the new year. ChrisDComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. Let me tell you something. Come see this material because after I'm done with this tour, I will not be on the road for probably close to a year. So if you want to see me, now's the time to do it. ChrisDComedy.com. Get your tickets as a gift. Get them for you. We have a good time. This is the material I'm the most proud of. So come out. See you. I'll kiss you on the lips. What's up, guys? Real quick, tour dates are on sale right now at SalVolcanoComedy.com. There's a big Illinois run in November leading up to my comedy special at the Vic in Chicago on December 1st and 2nd. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention to you because Chris said what he's he probably only going to do 15 minutes, but he'll make it count. <laughs> Welcome to chaos. I love it! I love it. Wait, is this Hey Babe or Chrissy Chaos? This is Hey Babe. Or Babe Chaos, I babe. Mean, what are you going to do? I don't know what's going on today. I love it. I couldn't be happier to be here with you and just be alive in, 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 in America. It's great. It's, it's a always good day, a good hang. It's you know? Always a good hang. But there's no fear with skydiving. It's just more five to six hours for something. It's not five to of, six hours. How long did it take? You have to drive there. What's an hour in Long Island? No, this is in Austin. Oh, we were oh, down there oh, doing oh, the podcast oh. at Moon Tower. Okay, cool. and we're like, dude, let's go. I ran a truck, got got us to this thing. It was forty five minute drive, really fun. You know, we had to go early in the morning. We get there, it's honestly, it's maybe two to three hours. You you have to go through like, you have to obviously sign all this paperwork. You have to you know, get yelled at by a butch lesbian woman that gets mad at you for smoking and not putting your cigarette butt out in the designated smoking area, which they don't have any signs for. 
and then you're rude to her because you haven't had your coffee yet and then you remember that other people exist except yourself so you go up to them and make amends and apologize and hug each other and then find out she's the one you're skydiving with <laughs> so that's part of it <laughs> that makes sense so then you got to sit through a video like a 20 minute video where they explain stuff to you and you're like i get it i get look you're you're skydiving with someone so you're 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 with someone they do everything so it's like dude i, I get i'm just jumping out of a plane and a guy's holding on to me like you know but they got to cover everything everything you know and i have to watch their ass so then this guy comes on the, the video and he totally looks like a doomsday prepper. Like he looks like a sex cult leader in the woods. Like he looks like you if your beard was longer and you had a ponytail and you like I'll get there. You know, we're we're just like making people like in your cabin, you know? Which three to five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I join. I join the cult of pimp. It's we on get my vision. Cool board. Little outfits. You'd be a great cult leader. Always said that about you. That's very nice. Thank you. But I, I would, I, I couldn't do the sex thing. Yeah, it's weird. Have you watched it the doc messy. where, like, that guy has, he manipulates the whole family into sleeping with him? Ugh. It's a crazy doc. It's on, I think, Netflix. Even the father, who is straight, flips and then falls in love with him. Good really? Times. Great doc. And have you seen the other doc where a, a guy runs a haunted mansion where he actually waterboards you? Oh, in New York, New York City blackout, right? No, this is like a. It's on Hulu. It's some guy called his. It's called Monster, but no, you go to Virginia and he hides your phone and you, you disappear for a week and he tortures you. And a, it's just a guy. It's just a weird dude. And he started a cult of people who like being tortured. <laughs> this is what happens when you turn into a secular country. <laughs> Christian Ian. Yeah, yeah, that's my call. When you drop to your knees, pop the cock out your mouth and pray to Jesus. Um. So how did it feel to actually fall from a plane? Well, dude, so you learn all this stuff, and then you go, you get fitted for your thing, and then a guy talks to you, and, and he's very much like a father figure type, and you get... Uh, an itch in your brain to make him like you so you keep cracking jokes and he doesn't laugh. And then your friend Jord Jordan picks up on the fact that he hates you and then you realize that's the man you're strapped to and his lesbian haircut wife is the one filming us. And uh, it was the cutest thing ever, dude. Oh my God. So we get in the thing and we get in the plane and uh, me and my guy, he's sitting behind, you're like basically like nuts to butts. And he's, you know, um, sitting behind me and he could have used a toothbrush that morning, but I'm just grateful that, you know, he knows what he's doing. And uh, so Jordan is next to me and we're like holding hands and like nervous. We're like laughing. We're so excited. And his his wife, who's a videographer, she has a camera on her head. She's in front of us. And dude, they're married. They've been doing this like 25 years and it was so cute because before we jumped out, they did a secret handshake and then they kissed each other's hand as a thing of like, if shit pops off, I love you. Goodbye. 
I feel like you and Jordan need a, a handshake kiss. Like we did. Before. We imitated their thing. <laughs> And uh, it it was like so nice, and uh, you know, I whenever I want to like feel like good, like if if I ever want a good cry, I listen to nine eleven tapes of people calling their family. Oh Anytime God. there's a last phone call, like the place beyond the pines, when he calls and like leaves a message, good God, do I start crying? So I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. So then we are about to jump out of the plane, and I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking ready. Dude, I suggest everyone do it because if you have a fear, I feel like you should do the thing that scares you to get through it, to get through the uncomfortability and get on the side of comfortable. And you realize if I can jump out of a plane and live and make it work and be okay, I could get through anything. You know, just look at any piece of adversity as skydiving. You're scared. You got to push through it. And you got a parachute and you land safely and you walk away. And all your fears, they exist, but they don't come true and they don't even have to be real. Wow, and the cool. problem of you think you're going to die and this and that, that doesn't exist. All our problems haven't even happened yet. You know, it's about perception. Wow, and that's I, cool. Yeah. So Let's you should join my cult. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll have sex with you. <laughs> you know terrible. my type. <laughs> Shave and get a suntan and then we'll talk. Well, I'll just pass on that. Well, were you at you're Skank not allowed in my cult. Speaking of uh, new relationships, were you at Skankfest? Did you see uh, what was your review of DeRosa's action there? Bro, anytime someone becomes a friend of finance... I, I I salute him and I'm ready to welcome him to the club. You know, it's so it, that that was interesting to me because he did a thing that I've been doing since I was <laughs> 19. And the way people reacted was always my fear of just like laughing and making fun. And Were like people this, shitty, dude, everyone fucking mentioned it. Every comic, everyone, oh, there she is. Oh, that DeRosa. And and it was like the running joke of the weekend to the point where I'm on um, My Wife Hates Me, right? And the jokes start coming. And they're funny, whatever. But uh, they keep saying stuff. And obviously, I I'm like, fuck you. Finally. Fight. You know, they're like, what do you think? I go, oh, what? About DeRosa finally for the first time in his life being cool? I'm like, you're all yes, yeah. losers. This is the shit. We're the future. You fucking analog motherfuckers. I think it and does give him like an elegance. It, it gives some kind of charm. Well, I'll, I'll say I was, you know, taken aback because at a certain point, I'm like, this, she's a person. What are we doing? She has feelings. You know, it's not just a, I love jokes, but it was like, what's happening? Oh, I didn't know it was like that for him. Well, well, I'll say this. So I said to a friend, at one point, I had this thing inside me that was like, I should run up and be like, stop it, stop it, this is a person. I'm like, that's that's not my role, I shouldn't do that. I was being emotional, and I get to fucking check that at the door. So I go to a friend, I go, this is such a lesson, I go, I feel like I should say something to everyone to defend her. And she goes, you can do that if you want, but you have to ask yourself, are you doing that for her or are you doing it for you? And I go, oh shit, 
I'm doing that for me. It's your own ego. This yeah. is my own shit, my own ego, my own savior complex. And I go, dude, thank you for loving me enough to tell me the truth and not just be like, Robert, yes, yeah, someone need, you know? Yeah. So like, man, thank God. So I checked in with her personally because I, I know her. Oh, good. We've been oh, friends good. for, for since like the past two skank fest. Yeah. So we talk a fair amount, whatever. Yeah, I didn't know it was a negative thing. <clears throat> Well, I didn't it know they were making it negative. It wasn't negative. It was just like tons of jokes. But after a while, if you get ripped on for the same thing, it's like, all right, man, I fucking get it. You know? And and I'm like, you know, literally, she's in the front row and like, that's the one. And everyone laughs. And she's taking it like, ha So I'm like, oh, my God. Is this person like, you know, coming down here and they feel like they're being like attacked? Not my place to, to make a stink. But I checked in with her. I was like, hey, how you doing? Are you having fun? She's like... I am having the best time. I'm feeling so much love. And I was like, that's all I wanted good. to hear. Oh, good. Yeah. Amazing. You know, I hugged her and was like, hey, I love it. Happy for you. The best. Cool. As long as you're all right, you know. But even then, it's like not if she was like, I am everyone and I'm scared. Uh, it's not my place to be like, I'll fix it. It's just my place to be like, hey. I, I love you and, and it's okay. Yeah. And then be like, it's all love. It's all blah. But she picked up on it, right? And then I thought the cutest, like, sweetest thing was after a weekend of, like, being joked at, like, the butt of a joke, DeRosa and her. DeRosa went on stage and sang Time of My Life. I saw that. And he brought her on stage. Everybody went nuts, included her in the bit spun her around proposed that's and it great. was like such a that's wonderful great. moment of like oh yeah that's what this is jokes and we all joke and at the end of the day it's all love and that was like beautiful to see and i really love that and uh i mean de full-blown gay we can all admit that it's a new era <laughs> Dude, i'm just proud of him it's cool my, it's cool yeah who yeah, gives yeah. a shit it's the best i've never seen him happier i'll tell you that really? much. no for real bro let live your best life do the thing you've always wanted to do as long as you're not being like a piece of shit about it you know no, for real. and uh it's uh, i love like um there there's this gal i've been uh you know hooking up with Ooh. and uh you know fun not vintage oh okay new gal oh girl okay. 2.0 wow upgraded boobs and a <laughs> you know a gal for the new era <laughs> dope and so um my favorite thing to do, she's she's super hot, is to show her to my friends and be like, yo, dude, isn't this chick hot? And they're like, oh, my God, she's so hot. And then I show them her penis because she's a porn star. And uh, and I go, ha, ha, you're gay forever. <laughs> and they're like, what's happening? <laughs> you know? I don't get why people are so uptight. Who cares? Whatever. I mean, I don't know. It's like conditioning or some bullshit but you got to push through that you just you just gotta skydive in your own mind you become a skydive self-help author <laughs> but i but i'm 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 i go nowhere past digging deeper than skydiving <laughs> i do everything is skydiving like everything is like you know like i'm going through a divorce imagine it like jumping out of a plane like i get it now what <laughs> Now what, you stupid repeater? It might be more helpful than your log-chopping therapist. Oh, yeah. It's nothing worse than a bad therapist. Bro, dude, I had a therapist years ago, and he was working on a sliding scale. Okay. You know what that is? 
uh, for his rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. How much he gets done, how much he gets paid, that kind of thing. So when some when a therapist has a private practice, even if they're in another practice, you can go to them and be like, hey, I'm not financially able to afford this. What can you do to work with me? And th- th- when people go, therapy is too expensive, it's like, no, dude, you, you just... Ask them. Just ask. Say, look, I need this, but I like can't haggle. afford it. Haggle. haggle. I love a good haggle. Haggle's fun. Oh, do I love Great. haggle. When it works out. Bro, and when it doesn't, boy, is it embarrassing. Oh, God. Boy. What's, what's the worst thing you ever haggled for? Where they're like, we don't negotiate. Bro, when I, me, me and my ex, I would send her out of the room to be like, I'll take care of it. But one time she didn't and I'm haggling and the guy goes, no. And I go, come on, come on. What do you think? And he goes, no. And I felt so impotent in front of her. Like, you know, like it just felt like such a fool, you know, there's nothing better than the feeling of a haggle. But when you're like, yeah, well, what about this cash? And they're like, no, I can't do it. And you're like, well, what about this? And they go, I said, I can't do it. You just feel so small. And you're like, okay, I'll pay full price. <laughs> you know? And um, so the therapist was negotiating. Oh, here yeah. it is. Here it is. Whoa! Yes. Welcome right here, to the folks. Ian's Finance Show. Yes, How I you like doing? it. Yes. Ian, you needed to come on, and it couldn't have worked out better. Mm-hmm. The only bad news is, is we're going to put this episode out after your special. You are no, lying. No. I will beat the. Out of you, dude. No, we got you. We'll move you up. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thank well, I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Do take the platform. Um, you know, it's it's slowly falling apart as we do it, <laughs> and I'll play the voice memos one day in court. <laughs> now, now, listen, listen. I we can only I can only stay on with you for another 20, 25 minutes because Joe DeRosa has given me explicit instructions that if I am not we are not out of this studio by eleven thirty, that he said that he's gonna suck my. And after Legion of Skanks, I believe him. Dude, you know what? Let it happen. Now, let me ask let you a question. Let it happen. Let me ask you a question now, Ian. Let it happen. Is there a little bit of jealousy? Is there a little bit of animosity towards Joe that now he's the most famous bisexual comic? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm like true bi and DeRose's legit gay. <laughs> Fair enough, folks. Ian Wait, is, is he claiming he's bi- is he bisexual? Well, because I, mean, I don't think if you're with a trans person that makes you bi. Yeah, maybe he's not. I know. don't know. I feel like I feel like um it's it's been a lot of fun to watch kind of this sexual revolution happen in comedy because it, it just kind of anything goes and I'm with it. Yeah. I like that. I just sorry I'm late. I just came. I was supposed to be Pimp and I were talking yesterday. I did Howard Stern this morning. No way. Are you serious? Did it, baby. Dude. Did Howard Stern. I was only supposed to be on for 20 minutes, so I was like, I'll be here by 9. I told you to be here promptly. We'll do it. Then this guy kept me on for like two hours. No. Dude. No. We, we, no. Okay, we talked about everything, like stories or whatever. Then the last hour, he brings out this guy who had a genital mutilation fetish and starts posting, and we start going through pictures of this guy putting his exposed nutsack that he cut open on a dinner plate nailing his cock to a wall, sticking squashes and apples and other fall fun vegetables up his ass. Shout out HelloFresh. Um, uh, it, it, he, he literally, so I stayed, and it was, Ian, let me tell you something. 
in New York comedy, I think, you know, you could do the Letterman, you know, you know, one day, you know, do the garden. But I do think Howard Stern getting on that show when that I was is, sitting there, it's almost that moment. You're like, oh, shit, I'm on with Howard Stern right now. Like this is because of my comedy. So you're like, OK, this is something. So and I couldn't believe it. he just kept asking me to stay. He was like, do you have anywhere to go? Dude. And I was like, no. Ian yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that is the best. That's the clip. You did Howard Stern? I did, yeah. I, Dude, I, you know what? Like, I could not even think. I can't even think of a thing that's more like that is. Yeah. Except my my special Sunday, December third, which is going to be great. Room. Which is and where where is it again? The Cutting Room. The Cutting Room, yeah. which is where in New York City. Yeah. Which is where I was at a dinner once at the Cutter. I'm sorry, I was at a stage performance once, and guess who was sitting at the table next to me is one and only Mr. Harvey Weinstein. No. Yep. Wow. Saw him, dude. Holy shit. Yes. Speaking of genital mutilation, <laughs> did you see his candle burn dick? No, I dude, I'd love to. After after seeing what I saw today, the man that we had on today, Frank, who was on the Howard Stern show, had a bifurcated cut his down Wait, the what is Sorry, he cut his hay babe down the middle. We don't curse on the show. He cut his oh. hay babe down the middle. Shout out Harry's razors. He shot uh cut his uh penis down the middle and he removed his testicles. He has no balls, and he cut his penis down the middle. And he has a bifurcated penis, a two-headed serpent, and um, he Why? loves it. He said when he was a young boy. About, I knew it. Yep, I knew it. Yep. I knew it. When he was about nine years old, he said what happened was is he, um, he was you know, fooling around with a girl, another nine-year-old, and the mother walked in. This girl's mother walked in, and he was shoving erasers in her vagina. He was taking pencil erasers and putting them in her vagina, and... She was like, you know, you little freak. Like, what kind of fetish do you have? And he's the like, mom said that to him. I think that it just, you know, this was like the whatever sixties. He was like, I. He was an older man now. He's like, I think it just planted in my head that I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a dirty little boy, and I have a fetish. And then that one day or another, and then that led to cut to him literally shoving full apples up his asshole, where he had to get them emergency removed. Cut to cutting out his testicles and putting them on a dinner plate and having other guys eat a dinner while he has got his nuts on the plate. Um, so it, it, it gets weird quick. That's what it is. What were you guys talking about? <laughs> well, Ian, had, Ian learned a lot about himself skydiving. Oh, did you? Wait, wait, what? Why a pencil in her pussy? Well, it was an eraser, and I was thinking... An eraser? And I said to him, I said, do you think it was you erasing her vagina and wishing that it was maybe a penis or something else? He goes, you know, in, in 30 years of therapy, I've never thought about that, but that could be it. <laughs> I was like, well, all I could do is thank BetterHelp.com for getting me there. You, you, know, you know what it is? He just probably found the only thing in the room That's that was, was available. I shoved a space pen on my ass when I was in sixth yeah. grade. You know, yeah. I can't get a fucking dildo. Well, I think AdamandEve.com. Shout him out. <laughs> Go see the special December 3rd. Yeah, EveFinance.com yeah, for tickets. I, 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 I think, though, too, what I was getting from this guy is that, you know, when you're a child, right? You know, yeah. young, your brain's forming. Like a couple of things that could be what was otherwise a mundane yep. Tuesday they zap shape you. your entire life when it, it was just 
like if he was in a different state of mind or a, a day or two older or younger, that would have done nothing. Would have went yeah. one or the other, but it was the or, perfect time. Yeah, and the fact that she goes, you sick little freak, what kind of fetish she? It's like, dude, oh, yeah. my God. I got a fetish yeah. and I am a sick little freak. Oh, yeah. And I like, I like to shit in a bag and you call me little shitty cupcakes. <laughs> Sorry, hey babe in a bag, hey babe cupcakes. We we tried this to This is do, our show now, let's yeah, be honest. I'll we, play the voice memo. We we tried to we tried to <laughs> I need to hear this. <laughs> we tried to make shit ice cubes when we were in high Interesting. school. Interesting. Because I used to make a thing called a piss puck. You ever hear of that? A piss puck? No, but it sounds good and happy hockey season, everyone. It's begun. <laughs> Go Flyers. I said that for Ian. <laughs> uh yeah, you you uh Piss in a uh, soda can only this much, mm -hmm. freeze it, and then cut the soda can. Okay. Cut it, makes it uh, like hockey puck of piss, yes. and you throw it in a door or put it in someone's car window. It melts, and it's just piss. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That And now, and this is a Philadelphia thing? Delaware. Delaware, sorry. Delaware. But, you, but you rep Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, Are yeah. you upset that the Phillies lost last night? I apologize. Bro, it was fucking rough. Yeah, what'd I mean, you do? Where were you? I was at New York Comedy Club and I was about to go on stage and Tommy Pope went on stage right when they lost and he was disassociating. Yeah. He was literally like, like, uh, dude, have you ever, you know, the Jeremiah Watkins show stand up on the spot. Sure, Great show. So Tommy went up and he totally spaced and forgot to ask for suggestions <laughs> and was mumbling through his act and, and people were shouting out. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he kept <laughs> going into his stuff and Jeremiah comes out and go, what's up? He goes, dude, I don't know, man. He's on stage mumbling about nine 11. <laughs> yeah. And, and he comes off and he goes, I, I can't believe the Phillies lost. And I'm I like, know. dude, it's, well, it's, it's not that. These like, goddamn you know, Diamondbacks. They're the most boring team. Yeah. They have no personality. The Phillies are all heart. They're fucking I know. what it's about. And they just fucking. What a boring f World Series now. The Texas Rangers versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. The only person who's happy about the Diamondbacks winning is Sergio Chacon because he loves snakes. <laughs> That's it. He was like, he goes, yo, good game last night, Pop. I was like, you want the Diamondbacks to win? He, he is that all you knew? Watching with his boa constrictors. Yeah. If I asked him, what do you know about the Diamondbacks? He would start reciting facts about the actual snake, not the team. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You know, during the pandemic, I went to Palmyra, PA with him on Father's Day to so he could get a uh, boa constrictor what a in great a Walmart dad. Forget about lot. your <laughs> wife and child. Let's go with Ian Fidance to the bowels of PA and get a snake. Yes, dude. Dirtbag shit. The best. <laughs> it was the best. DBS. DBS. Yeah. Now, first of all, Ian, I haven't seen you. Well, I've, I feel like I, I here's the thing with you, with our friendship. I feel like maybe sometimes it could go upwards of six months of me not seeing you, but it always feels like I saw you yesterday. Yeah. Isn't that good? I love that. Because you got positive energy. You know what kind of guy you are? You're the type of guy that you have such good positive energy that you can influence people and make them happy when you're not even in the room. So someone can think about you and say, Ian made me happy. Now, you know, if I, and he may not be in the room with me. I don't know what he's doing. He could either be having sex with a woman or getting fisted by a guy. That's the coin flip of Ian Fidance, and that's what we like. We like to call him in this business a wild card. Yeah. And that's, you are the definition of that. But I thought you're the guy, you make 
you you can affect people's mood even when you're not in the room because there's some people that can affect people's mood negatively yeah. when they're not in the room. So if you have the power, not everyone has the power to affect people's mood when they're not in the room, but you do, and you're doing it for good, not for evil. You are the sweetest. That's Joe DeRose is completely the opposite of you. I know, I know, <laughs> dude. I talked to him on the phone yesterday, and we're we're talking, you know, and I'm like, uh, first of all, he said something to me once. He goes. You know, I'll tell you in this business, I'll never forget one time Jeannie Guadalupe said yeah. this and that. I go, who the fuck is that? Yes. And he's like, she's an old talent booker from 19. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? But I love DeRosa. And I was like, I was like, dude, you're the fucking best. I love you. Yeah. I always love talking to you. And he goes, well, thank you, man. I go, well, you're the most miserable person I know. Yeah. But I, yeah. you know, but I, I love him. I'm so glad he's living happily. I, f I feel like... Uh, Jim Norton walked so I could crawl. Yes. And I crawl or no, Jim Norton crawled so I could walk and then I walked so DeRosa could run. Dude, as soon as Salsa Windfall, his band wants to do a scat cover, you're in. Oh, dude. Dude. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was so kind of you to say that. Course, I really man. appreciate it, man. Thank Go you. Go see his show December third at the cutting room. Maybe Harvey Weinstein will be there. And by uh. the way, uh, Salsa Windfall live show the 28th of October of October 28th yeah, Salsa week, Windfall is that the one is that a, down at Arlene's Grocery where yeah. is it Fuck. Google yeah, Google it. I'm, I'm gonna be in Philly. Raleigh North Carolina I'm seeing dude I had a weekend and I ch changed it so I could go see my favorite hardcore band have a reunion in Philadelphia Black here's Listen. the thing here's 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 your choices our Saturday October 28th you could either go see Joe DeRosa <laughs> At perform for Salsa Windfall in the basement of some room in Pennsylvania, or go see our friend Nate Bargatze host SNL. Yes, yes. So oh my God. So would you Whoa. pick? Which one would you prefer, folks? <laughs> they started out together, and their nights are just a little different. I love that the night that Nate's hosting SNL, he's doing Salsa Windfall. That fucking pig, Joe DeRosa. That's what you deserve, pig boy. And he's and he's got Jeffrey Green dancing on stage yeah. like the oh, Scott. I love it. He's got he. Joe DeRose is bringing up Jeffrey Gurry and Nate's bringing up the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit, DeRosa. Oh my god! Holy oh, shit! Good. Oh my god! Yep. Joe's just sobbing, doing a cover of Everlong. Yes. Bargatze's <laughs> with the band. While Nate is literally living his dream on an arena tour. <laughs> 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 oh, they started at the same time. <laughs> started oh at the God. bottom, even lower than the bottom. Yes. Oh, I love it, dude. I love DeRosa. Oh, I love it. It's oh, so good. Funny. Well, that's that's the world, folks. Oh God. Uh, well, what do you, now? Belt buckle. You've been going with the, this belt buckle look now, and I think you're bringing it back because I've seen a lot of people with the belt buckle since you've been doing it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got to tell you, you know what's wild is uh, I. I, so I, I always wear like a turquoise and Native American jewelry. I, I love it. I love Native. We know American. you're bisexual. You've said it. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I show it. Yeah. Uh, I love Native American jewelry and spirituality, and I love Native American spirituality so much. I talked my way out of pussy with a stripper by bringing it up. But, yeah, yeah. And she decided to leave. Yeah. Oh my God! So what do you think of this Flower Moon movie with Scorsese? Did you see it? No, I'm excited. It's about Native American. Have stuff. you seen it? No, I haven't seen it, but I would. What do we got? Pimp, pimp, pimp flashed us a light. DeRose is here. Should we just bring him in? Let's bring Joe in for five minutes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I got to meet Colin Quinn for lunch at 1140. So we got to do the ads Amazing. on Zoom. Yeah, Colin. Dude, I, 
I, uh, honestly, I just have to say, you being on Howard's, I could not be happier for you. That truly, that <laughs> is you, like man. the, it's, it's a thing of like, like you said, tonight's your letterman. That's a thing that I think doesn't even register as yeah. attainable to comics. Well, that, and, and it's one of those things where, you know, like my manager was like, you know, he, he's been doing this so long. He might not be doing it, you know. You don't. You can't do this stuff for 40, 50 years. Like yeah. you got on. You get, thank God you got on because at any day he could be like, you know what, hanging it up. Because I mean, what else does Howard have to prove? And you know? for him to go, why don't you stick around? That's like it was nuts. It was nuts because you know you feel like you're bombing as a, you know like on those things. You feel like you're telling these stories and and then you think like, okay, just get to the end, try to get a punchline here and move on. And then I would get it. It would you know get a laugh. And then he'd be like, wait, wait, but go back for a second. Let, wait, tell me about that part. And then he kept doing that, and I was like, oh, shit. He's listening, because yeah. I thought he wasn't listening. Yeah. You know? Oh, here we go. Were you yes, getting laughs right. in the here room? Here we go. Dude, oh, boy. You, you, would you have any content if it wasn't for me anymore? <laughs> All you do is talk about my life. Dude, did you hear, did you hear that outside? No. <laughs> oh, it's fucking gem, dude. It's definitely the clip. Oh, it's definitely the clip. We sit, on the the cross. we sit on the same night, on the yeah. same night you're doing a show at Salsa Windfall. Nate's hosting SNL. Yeah, yeah. You're bringing up Jeffrey Gurian. He's bringing up the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? to be that night. Raleigh, North Carolina. It's not sold out. <laughs> dude, I mean, all you do is talk about me on your shows Because I love you, dude. Yeah, That's I love. Know. That's There's love. This, look who you're sitting next to. I know. Look at this balding pig. I know. You, you I take up for you, you piece of shit. He was telling me how positive I am. I'm turning it around, you're you fuck. Positive, you're yeah. gay yeah. now because you were the trans positive. woman. How's that feel? Dude, How's that it. feel? I love it. Me too. Yeah. Dude, that's by the way, that's the name of your new restaurant, The Balding Pig. You got to open one up in Pennsylvania. The bald Dude, first of all, you look fucking good. What are you doing? Uh, look at his hair and his jacket. His you look best great. life, dude. I'm telling you, dude, I'm not going to divulge information. No, I'm not going to divulge anything unless you say it. But I think it's because you moved out of a situation, a circumstance where you're like feeling open and free. You're wearing it, dude. I'm Thanks, telling dude. you, dude, you look, no, I swear to God, That's you look really like nice. the healthiest I've seen in a while. You know what it is? It's, it's, I've been working on something for about a month and I, I, because I was needed to be clear. What, grooming now, honestly, a trans woman? <laughs> <laughs> also, honestly, no joke for the Arlene show because we haven't played in so long. Right. I was like, I have to be clear. So for the whole month, I haven't drank. And I I was yeah. telling you, I accidentally started intermittent fasting because I was so like yeah, you could tell just working. And Even I was your like, hair looks better. Everything looks better. Thanks, man. But, yeah. but I think, think that after Saturday, I'm going to go to shit and start drinking. Yeah, no. piece of shit, dude. I'll be your sponsor. The <laughs> dude, steps are steps to a whorehouse. One way or another, one way or another, your life was going to end up lonely and depressed in Central Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> what is this hat? It's oh, oh, E-Town Concrete, one of my favorite bands. They're a hardcore band from New Jersey. They got great albums, Time to Shine, The Second Coming, Shout Em Out, Ant Money, You're the Best. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, dude. Jesus, God, it's so hot in here right now. I know. It, it really, really is. is. Yeah. All right. But, uh, dude, you guys look good, too, man. I'm not just Thank saying you. that back, but I can't Thank take you. a compliment. Well, I've, I've, I, I've got down to a large in Lululemon, so Thank Yo, you. Do you know yeah. what he just did? What? What? Oh, the Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Oh, yeah, yeah, I told yeah, him. Yeah, he told him. I didn't know you meant like literally just it. Yeah. No, yeah, I did. I just this. Well, I was saying because you know we had a plan. I said we, you know, we had a we had a whole situation where we had to be in here early, and I was only supposed to be on. They said for twenty minutes, and that's why I thought I could be here at nine a.m. But this guy kept me on for 
two hours because they started doing these. They had this sex fetish right. um, uh, 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 segment where they had some guy, you know, come out like on, you know, uh, on a video and just show his like he was like he would cut open his nuts, his scrotum, and put his testicles, his bare testicles, on a plate. Um, then Ooh. he would like to get like you know like rod shoved into his dick. He would be, he would put a rod sounding. In Yes, that's what it is. He would put one rod on in his penis, and you would have the rod on the other end, and then he would kind of just fuck each other. So it just turned into a thing where I was like, "Wait, he would cut his nuts out of the sack and put he, them on a he plate." Took his nuts out. How do you not die if you do? That? I don't understand. Because yeah, it's, how do you because not he would just out? control the blood somehow. I, I don't know, dude. Did you watch that Gotti documentary on Netflix? It just came out. It's called Get Gotti. He no. was the best guy around. <laughs> but what about all the murder? What murder? <laughs> yeah, no, it's I didn't see it. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, look, this story's been told so many times at this right. point. But what's interesting about the documentary, it's two things. It's a docuseries. It's three episodes. What's, what's interesting about it is two things. It talks about the race to to put him away and the competition on the prosecuting side of it. I never knew this. Like, like the police are after them, like setting up the whatever sting operation right. they can. The FBI is trying to get him. The district attorney's office is trying to. They all compete with each other. I never knew that. I thought law enforcement just worked together. No, no they do not. They, they, no. That's what they hate each other. When a county yeah. comes into the state, they fucking hate it because they want it to be our yeah. thing. Our so color. they get into that. They get into all the different competing parties because it, it's like a case that will make your career. Sure. It'll, it'll cement you forever. <laughs> Have you noticed? But, but, but hold on. the crazier part is, though, you know, nowadays, like with these mob people, like, there's so many guys that are just out now. Like they went away or they testified or whatever whatever it is, but they're free to speak now. Like right. it's not like it used to be where it was right. like you yeah, never yeah, get yeah. out. Right. Like there are guys out there that can just talk. There are guys Because they serve their time. They can't yeah, get busted. They're admitting to shit on this thing. There's a guy that talk and this is why I thought of this. So guy talks about he goes he he goes, My nickname was was uh Umbats or whatever. He was like, because in Italian that means crazy. And he goes, because I would do crazy shit. And he's like, he, dude, he's saying it like literally like he's plugging your North Carolina gig. He's right. like, he's just like, yeah, it was crazy. I would just do like crazy stuff. And they're like, like what? And he goes, I, I got this one job. This guy was banging one of the made guy's wives. You don't do that. He's like, so I dressed up as a UPS man. And I went down to Florida and I went into his house and I shoved his girlfriend. I had a package and everything. He goes, I shoved the girlfriend aside when she answered the door. And he goes, I tied the guy to his pool table. And I cut his ball sack open. But he just tells it on camera, like, just like it's like he's like he's ordering lunch. Wow. And he's like kind of like he's not like laughing like he's proud of it. He's just kind of being like, yeah, that's just kind of what we did. It was kind of yeah, weird. What it is? Know? Yeah. Oh my God. But like, the, there are people on this thing admitting crazy. Not admitting, you, like just like they're able it. to talk Have freely. Have you noticed though? that the world kind of started going to shit? When they broke up the mafia and they stopped, they really put the kibosh on cigarettes. No, I didn't, but uh, it's interesting. I will agree with you. I don't think it's directly related to the, the two things, but I will say that I do think byproducts of the culture changing mm -hmm. uh, and like this this obsession with with health and mm -hmm. safety and it's an obsession. It's yeah. not just an, an interest that those things are byproducts of it. Like the thing with cigarettes, like cigarettes got so crazy because it was like cigarettes are bad for you. Okay. We got to ban it in restaurants. Okay. 
We got to ban it in bars. Yeah. Okay. Secondhand smoke is bad. Can't do it outside. Yeah. Now you got to be this many feet from the building. Taxing it. You shouldn't be allowed to smoke in your in car in case you have a kid because yeah. then the kid could. It just became so Control, insane. Right. Like, yeah. And and it's it's a by. So I do think there's some correlation between the event of the stoppage of smoking and like the cultural and, shift. And also, cigarettes were a representation of listening to people complaining. Yes. Like that was like the so original. So you think now because they don't have culture. that outlet, they just get mad and it comes out another way. Well, ways. yeah, and it also shows you, oh, if we complain enough and like work hard, we can stop things that we don't like. And at the same time, dude, the mafia, get off your phone. No, so the I mafia, sure nobody... get off your phone. The mafia, <laughs> the mafia uh, kept people safe in a way. There was like order and people knew not to fuck around. By the way, that's built into your conversation whenever you're speaking. Get what? off your phone. You're so used to saying that. Yeah. The other person just tuning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's oh, oh, fuck you. That, that should be the name of your special. Get off your phone. <laughs> Please pay attention. Please call it Get Off Your Phone. That's such a funny <laughs> spell. Dude, if you don't name it that, I will. Ah, and I'm come out and have the audience on their phones when you walk out and be like, get off your phone. Have them have a shot of them putting their phones away. You know, this guy one time goes, no, I'm not. This isn't a bit. You should really lean into how your name sounds like finance. Yes, I was and kidding. Can, oh, I thought you were serious. No, the joke was that I was going, this isn't a bit. It was such a shitty idea. That I was like pitching you this terrible I'm idea. I'm so like, dumb. Like, and then he like saw the look in your it. face and he made it a shitty <laughs> no, idea. <laughs> That's what happened. I called him. <laughs> I called him and I go, you should lean into the fact that your, name's, your last name sounds like finance. And you should go on stage and do like a thing where you give people funny financial advice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, but I'm like, of course, idea. of course, he's, he's, he's got this idea. He named his band Salsa Windfall. It's like, yeah, why wouldn't he suggest this? The, uh, no, no, it was. I uh, thought that would get a bigger laugh in the room. The bit was, the bit, people like the band. What can I tell you, dude? I like not, the band. That's the thing. <laughs> me and Sal, me and Sal were sitting in here trying to shit on it just for fun. And we were like, we kind of like actually just want to keep listening to this goddamn album. Yeah, you, it's good stuff. It's you were good. trying to shit on it. Sal wasn't. Or at least Sal claims he wasn't. Dude, it's, it's uh, good. Yeah, I guess we won't. Put I guess. your money you know away, your mouth I'll say it on the, ears. I'll say it on camera right now in front of everybody. Sal lies. <laughs> <laughs> Ricotta, Salada. All right, I got to go. All right, start yeah, we got to love you guys. Buds. Go ahead, dude. You're Thanks, the best. Guys. Love Congrats, you, man. man. That's December fucking 3rd, incredible. Check his special out. Get there to the cutting room in New York City. Ianfinance.com. When's this I come out? You. Can I plug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to probably put this out sooner than later, right? Because we got to get it out before December 3rd. Next week. All right. Well, the TLA, November 9th, KGB Bar, where I'm doing the readings from the audiobook uh, for New York Comedy Festival. And then November 11th, TLA, there's only a little bit of tickets left for Philly. So please come out to that. And then I got a bunch of other dates. JoeDeRosa.com. Please come out. I there love you go that. on ChrisDComedy.com. I got Pittsburgh, Detroit. Columbus, uh, we just put L.A., the Will Turn, so it's a uh, big one. Need you guys there. San Diego, Reno, Nevada. Uh, ChrisDComedy.com for tickets. Sorry to slide back in with another. We Don't just announced Gramercy, New York. Gramercy. Uh, yes. Go see him, D yeah. Joey when? D at Gramercy. I think it's January something. Oh, I can't make it. Um, <laughs> I, I want to thank you. Uh, I know you squeezed me in especially to get this out for my sure. special, and you guys are always so kind to me, and I really appreciate it. Of course, that. man. I love you, buddy. Love you, thank bro. you. Don't be a flake, don't run away.